You're listening to the Awkward Single Life Podcast. My name is Tiffany Hines. I am a singer, songwriter, a creative who also is a single woman who finally put language to mine and others' dating experiences. Dating culture is awkward. I've heard so many untold stories from men and women, and the time has come to share them. And as your homegirl, I got you. We'll talk sexuality, dating, breakups, singleness, marriage, and all the craziness in between and how to give God glory in it. No matter what age you are, it's going to be a wild ride. So let's get to it. Letting guys notice or sense initial interest can be a challenge for me. Like without fail, I turn into a middle schooler and I freeze up and I just start looking away. Yes, you you are right. You're absolutely right. Tiffany, you are like too damn grown for that. (laughs) So in an effort to get out of my head and be more comfortable having simple conversations, I decided it was time for me to try a dating app. It had been about five years since my last one, and I had heard some new ones were out there, and I was like, okay, that's kind of cool, so I went for it. My thought was I would go into conversations with a very lax expectation, and these were the categories that I was going to put a guy in in my head. So either he was going to be a friend, or it was going to be networking for business, It could be potential dating or your existence just needs to be like extinct. Like we're just going to forget all about this. And so that was going to be my expectation going in, but just more just to get more comfortable, just having conversations with guys. I felt very, very out of the loop. A lot of the people that I'm around day to day are my married male friends, um, whether or, or coworkers. And yeah, I just felt like, Tiffany, you act like a kid. So just to be practical, I was like, okay, I'm doing the dating app. So the online dating thing was pretty much short lived. Y'all, I have just come to the resolve that as cool and forward thinking as it is, and I know it's not going anywhere. It's just a different world. Like if you've ever done online dating and apps, it's, it's a different culture of its own. And I just don't feel like that I'm built for it. That's just me. So I don't know how it is COVID, you know, because I got off before COVID. But I will say, according to psychology today, within a week of the country shelter it in, Tinder app saw a 10 to 15% increase in app, you know. So I think that's fantastic. Quarantining cannot stop us. It, it just stopped me. <laughs> but the desire to step outside of my comfort zone, it was, it was still there. So earlier this year, I had crush number two. If you are wondering, well, who's crush number one, I mentioned him on episode two of Happily Ever Never. So go back and listen. Um, I didn't know him at all, but from a distance, you know, Instagram. (laughs) He seemed like a cool guy. So we would talk on Instagram stories here and there. And 
all of a sudden I had this aha moment that I would actually step out of my norm and ask this guy if he was up for coffee. I know. Talk about terrified, y'all. I mustered up the courage while I was out with a friend having wings and drinks. I, I don't know if it was the hard apple cider, <laughs> but I felt really bold. Like, <laughs> I don't know if it was the, you know, uh, what was it? Ale or no, it was, it was red. <laughs> that darn apple cider that I had, it just brought some boldness. So the next day, um, I did it. I messaged him and I turned off the 13 year old in me and I initiated a DM on Instagram about going out for coffee. Granted, I realized later, I, I don't know, um, <laughs> black men, I feel like y'all don't really like the coffee thing. You would rather do food, but I, you know, realized that later. Um, but he, um, agreed. He, he, uh, eventually responded after a few days. I think he was like on a trip or something, um, on a cruise. And he said he was down when he got back from the cruise. We, you know, talked the next week about it. Cool. And then before the week ended, shelter it in it it happened like everything got shut down here in Chicago auntie Lori Lightfoot was no she wasn't playing with us everything just ended and there you have it coping COVID happened to all of us okay like how many times this year have you had to explain something and you're telling a story and you quote it and then Corona happened. Like, I feel like that's almost all conversations with any plans. Someone says, yeah, and then COVID, and then Corona, and then quarantine. Did anyone else set some goals for your life in the beginning of the year? This year, I'm going to get out there, and I'm going to go on more outings and meet people. Or this year, I'm going to work on my fitness and join a gym. And this time, I'm going to pay, and I'm going to go all year to that gym. <laughs> A few things that I, I feel like are even more more serious. A pushback deadline that you thought, hey, like by this date, I'm supposed to get my promotion and my salary increase. And now that has changed because the company is trying to figure things out and what they can afford. Your court date has been rescheduled and your expected divorce date isn't going to happen when you thought it was. And so you're like in this limbo thing of still married, but single. All of all of your big events that you made your living off of have been canceled. And so that planned proposal to your girl that you were planning on, it, it's not looking like it's going to work when you thought it was because your income is looking a little different than what you predicted going into the beginning of the year. I mean, there are hundreds of things that we were expecting to happen and they've been halted or right now they've, you know, ended without a specific deadline. What's worse is that through this pandemic and all of the horrible things that have, have happened to maybe you personally or someone that you know or loved ones or even strangers, it's the isolation. I I'm an extrovert, so not getting out and being around people, it was really tough sometimes because I just get fueled. That's why I live in the city because I I personally just enjoy just being around people um, and just the liveliness of it. 
I don't have to talk to them. I'm not like a super big talker uh, to people that I don't know, but I enjoy it and I love being around it. And so sometimes I just had to just go outside when it, when the weather war- um, warmed up here and just to get fresh air and then to see like a few people walking with their family or walking, you know, just to take a walk and it would just do something for me, for me as an extrovert. Now, if you're a loner, you might have felt like, man, I am in Candyland. Like, I get to be home and I don't have to be worried about talking to anyone. But I feel like it hits different when it's your choice to be a loner than when you are being forced to be a loner and forced to not be around people all the time. Like, it feels really great. And then I'm like seeing loners, you know, like, hey, like, what you doing? Like, reaching out to me. I mean, like roles have changed because they're like, wow, this is kind of like forced in it. And it feels different when we are like being made to do something. And you just want to be around people at some point because it's how God designed us. And you're tired of popping snacks in your mouth because you're just bored. Like your mouth is is tired. Your 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 fridge is tired too. All of it is tired of of just this isolation. And so it's, it's been sometimes hard for many people, a lot of older people, you know, the, the fear of going outside or going to the grocery store, they need community too. And so a lot of isolation has happened during this time. Having to socially distance, it, it may have felt like a relief for a lot of us, especially when it comes to dating, because sometimes there is a lot of pressure when it comes to dating. And even the desire just around the holidays. I mean, it's cuffing season. It's getting cold if you're in a colder state. And so you want to be warm and you want to be inside and you don't want to be outside as much. But you're also like, "Mm, this meal is really, really good and hearty and warm. Like, it'd be cool to share this with someone. Um, But it, it comes sometimes with the anxiety of why not and why hasn't it happened. And so the anxiety and then just so much of that anxiousness that is felt in meeting someone, you finally get to kind of (sighs) breathe. And auntie and uncle, like you just feel like if they try and come for you, you can be like, "Um, it's a pandemic. (laughs) So I, I know that, I know that that's how I feel. So not that I've received like loads of pressure. So I don't want friends or family to feel that way. But I, I know that I've been asked, often, you know, is this something like, so do you want to date? Do you want to be in a relationship? Do you want to be married? Um, earlier this year, even in January, I believe it was, I received a um, prophetic word. I'm a prophetic word. So um, in Christianity, um, there's this gift that a spiritual gift that um, many have. And so it's, you know, to exalt, excuse me, it's to exhort, to exalt or like edify someone. And so sometimes God gives people um, some knowledge about their life that they weren't privy to, you know, before that to speak to them. And so um, earlier this year, someone came to me and said, you know, you're going to meet, you're going to meet your future bae, like your future husband, you know, the forever and always dude, you know, this year. And so um, it's not the first time that I've someone said that to me or told me that they've had a dream. Um, it's, it's been like a lot the past few years. And so um, what I do is um, I might take those, those words or those things and 
I gently put them, you know, I place them in my hand. <laughs> and then I fold them and I put them in my pocket. Because I've, I've, I've noticed that sometimes I could become anxious about it. And so it's just those things that sometimes, whether, um, of course, not intentionally, but this pressure of, of it, like a lot of us, not all of us, but many of us, yeah, we do want to be married or we want to be in relationships, whether male or female. But I think sometimes people think like it's just easier said than done. And so you see someone, they may be ambitious. Um, they may not talk about it a lot to you, but they definitely have a circle that they're sharing these things with you. We've just learned where to kind of share that community with, but being asked that all the time, it comes with its own pressure. So you can now kind of unbutton your jeans, girls, you know, guys, you can unloosen your belt of life, you know. So <laughs> um, did you meet someone yet? Are you dating? Have you, you know, taken the next step? All those different things because you can't be around nobody right now. So it's November. And so you know what that means. We are embarking on a very crucial time of the year. It's a time where we really begin to reflect on on the year, our goals and seeing, you know, how, how we've been doing with those goals and with those plans and become pretty sentimental about our families, our jobs, our money and our love lives. No matter what age you are, Thanksgiving will be here before we know it. And although right now we are all thinking about it and we're focused on the elections that they're taking place today officially we have our own added stressors to the holidays in 2018 um the not.com says nearly 40 percent of engagements happen like engagements proposals they happen between thanksgiving and valentine's day so get ready get get ready to see some loved ones say he put a ring on it or you know i bought that ring you know um but I'm actually really interested to see if we'll see as many, if we'll see that 40% of those engagements or for the first time in a long time, it may have decreased because relationships may be flourishing or they may have died because of COVID and not necessarily because of COVID, um, but because of all the elements that come with that. A lot of time to reflect a lot of time to be by yourself some a lot of time to be together and you're like hmm, I don't know I don't know if this is gonna work I don't know if this is what I thought it was gonna be and so I'm really interested to see what what the holiday season is gonna look like for us some of us we hate the holidays it's a constant reminder of grief and you now you're now just being thrown into having to be at home for months at a time. You've had months to sit with your thoughts. And, and I hope that your thoughts haven't overwhelmed you with more grief and sadness. This has been a season where you probably have had to stay close to some kind of community to stay encouraged. So if you are out there, no matter what age you are, male or female, if if you are here in this season and COVID and, and it has been rough, I really hope that this can be a community. It's not just you listening in this dialogue thing and, and, um, and me talking, but that we would become like a community of support for each other. I have 
so much love for you guys. I'm so appreciative to this community and the love and the healing and the fun and the perspective that is brought for me. So I offer that to you as well. I really, really wanted to reach out and ask people, how are you doing during this season? How has it been to be single, whether you're a parent, a single parent, or no parent, how has this quarantine single life been for you? Hey, Jessica Love here. Um, This may sound bad, but I actually kind of love being quarantined and kind of loved being single. I mean, my hormones don't appreciate it, but I would say that most holidays that I was in dating age range, like I've always had a boyfriend and I don't miss wondering when I'm going to buy them, trying to help them figure out what to buy me. Um, you know, sometimes they're out of town. So it was just like a lot of coordinating plane tickets and plane rides and whose family's house are we going to go to? So strangely enough, like this year, I am just like excited to be just like focused on my son, focused on myself, building, growing and not stressing out about, you know, just having an extra person. That sounds bad to have to to care for and, and help. Now, love is an amazing thing. It's a beautiful thing. When it comes, it comes. But this quarantine has just really helped me get on top of my personal goals and being a great mother. I don't miss y'all Negroes. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Jessica, for sharing that. I know that many people can relate. It's been a really great growing season for them. Kristen, um, how has it been for you? So being single while on quarantine, it can be tough, but it can also be a blessing. Um, number one, it helps you to focus on yourself, most definitely. But then, you know what I'm saying, it can get kind of lonely. <laughs> how else are we supposed to meet people online? Like, yeah. It's, it's kind of tough. So it, it all depends on where your mindset is at and um, where you plan on going with it. Yes, I feel like perspective is everything, Kristen. And we could be moving and shaking and just growing. And then sometimes it's just the reality of that is sometimes you're lonely. It could be lonely here in isolation and quarantine. LaMarcus, how has it been for you? Yeah, um, being single and quarantining at the same time, um, it's been super chill. Uh, my work keeps me pretty busy. Um, but yeah, just hanging out, um, really concentrating on um, what God wants me to hear and what he wants me to do in this season, really trying to find new rhythms as we come into this uh, new normal. Um, but other than that, yeah, I'm doing pretty good the holidays this year it'll be a little different um this is the second year that we'll be without my dad and so trying to establish new traditions and um making our way through all that that stuff and so yeah um I'm blessed I'm encouraged um yeah I hope that answers the question LaMarcus, yes. Thank you so much for sharing about that. And just as you were talking, I remember in 20, 2011, my family, we had just had two major losses, just a few months apart from each other. My grandmother in June and then my brother in love in October. So here comes the holidays and we didn't know what to do. We knew that it had to be different because 
why would we even try and do the same thing? Because there wasn't going to be Granny anymore in the in the kitchen cooking and singing because she's enjoying herself or my brother Sean around to make everyone smile and laugh. So we had to find a new rhythm. And singles, I just feel like we are out here killing it. We're starting new businesses and projects and working on these bodies and getting closer to our families, working on our mental health, or in that maybe working on the family thing, we're, we're working on our family and growth from maybe a distance because there may be some healing and growth that needs to happen there. But we are taking lemons and we're making delicious, delicious, ugh, <laughs> delicious, <laughs> fresh, sweet, lemonade out of this out of this season and so we're like throwing our fingers in the air and we're just like forget you COVID and we're working on ourselves whether you feel forced into that season or you gladly embraced it and already were there 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 is this new rhythm and new mindsets that that it's happening in the single community and as well in 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 married couples in and in their community but I just see that happening a lot with singles that we're taking this time because there's so much time that we're by ourselves to do a lot of reflecting and growing. And I'm seeing the goodness of God bursting through and we are out here flourishing. So give yourself a hand because you're working hard through the middle of crisis to be better and to grow. I remember last year around Christmas time, I noticed this sadness that was pushing down, like I was pushing it down but I couldn't get away from it. So eventually I just had to address it and I realized some disappointment had it had risen to the front, you know, to that surface and now it was exposed. It was the front of at the front of my heart and I couldn't deny that I was disappointed and that I was spending the holidays in the same routine from last year. I had all my adulthood as, as much as I love my family, but I've, I've just been single, you know, there was no bringing someone, you know, around for the holidays, things always seem to like end before then. And so never getting that opportunity. And so for me, the holidays, I was starting to feel like it was like a reminder, like, oh yeah, this is the same thing as last year. And it was bringing this sadness. And I would probably say, probably depression like once I got home after being with my family and eating and hugging them and kissing my little my little young niece and hugging on my older nieces and nephew and stuff when it was time to go home like it was going to just be me watching Christmas movies by myself and I was really really at a tough place um, about that and so I just had to realize I was in that place and it hit my mind where I wasn't even focusing on the reason why we had gathered to remember the, and celebrate like the birth of Jesus, you know, and to really reflect on God's goodness, this whole season of what he's been doing in our lives, because I was just kind of overwhelmed by disappointment. And sometimes we are like avoiding just talking to the Lord and saying, I am disappointed and Things have not turned out the way that I expected them to be. And here I am, you know, you got your bows and those in, in your boxes and your gifts and, and you're trying to bring your best. But like if you're suppressing how you feel, 
you've just got to give it to the father give it to god um so that he he already knows that he's just waiting on you to 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 share it with him and so i just told myself not this year not this year and thankfully because of covid there's no pressure for it to be this year and for me to put that pressure on myself and so um i'm i'm not doing that i'm going to say to you friends give yourself the grace and give yourself allow yourself to have contentment and to enjoy this holiday season you've been at home pretty much all year you you might have met somebody and I just think that that is like fantastic. Enjoy this season. Enjoy um, being around them and then maybe being around the family that you feel safe quarantining with. But if you aren't, then, you know, it's it's okay. And I would even say, you know, during this time of quarantining and it also being cuffing season, it's cuffing season, I know that quarantine entanglements is a real thing. <laughs> It's really, really easy um, to to be there and to be in that. And it may feel great. You know, not everyone. I, I know we're using entangle, entanglements because of culture right now. Um, but um, you may be meeting someone and it may be a good time and having fun. Or if it's like starting to become a legit like entanglement, then I'm, I'm going to say, sis, bro, like we probably need to just kind of step back and see what's going on um, in our life. Um, enjoy this season this year like I know people always try and tell us enjoy this season this single season and thanks thank you guys for that but the, the problem sometimes that I feel with that is that that single season feels very long so I'm not here to say that to us what I am saying is I want you to enjoy this holiday season being single whether you're in a relationship and you're single you may not be available but you're not married um, it may be new. You guys might have been together for a couple years. Enjoy this season the best you can. There's a lot that's happened this year. And you owe it to yourself to try and find the joy in every season. And so um, before we finish and close, I was just thinking of a few things. Well, okay, you, you're telling me to do this. Like, what are some ways that we can enjoy this time and so I think starting every day with thankfulness starting every day with thankfulness God thank you for my home thank you for the funds to have a phone that I'm able to listen to this podcast or if you're listening on a computer not everyone has a phone not everyone has a computer and not everyone even has wi-fi thank you Lord for being single I don't know when things will change so I'm not going to get pressed about it. Not this time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you that you get to have all of my attention as a single man or a single woman in this time. Another one, number two, even though a dating app didn't work for me, it really, it may work for you. Like it does work for me. This comedian, Kaylin McQuinn, she posted a tweet earlier this year and it went viral. And so this is what it said. You know who's really going to feel social distancing? Dudes on dating apps. Welcome back to courtship, Brad. <laughs> Welcome to talking to a gal for weeks before a meeting. We're pen pals now, my dude. We about to get Jane Austen up in here. Now, go write me a poem. 
I thought that that was funny. And to that, I say, period. So to my older listeners, this could be a very good time for you to thrive on a dating app because now, yeah, before I say that, there are lots of hits and quits out there, absolutely. But there will be many people like you just trying it out for the first time because they're at home. And there are many also apps out there that cater to maybe what you're looking for and what your pace of dating is. And so, hey, I feel the same. Like, if a guy isn't, you meet someone, they're not trying to, I mean, it's literally all we can do is text, call, and get to know each other. And if they're not doing that, then I just feel like, bro, you're not that interested. So we don't got nothing to do but to get to know people at this point. It's a really, I just want you to think about it. It may be a cool opportunity to just try try one um, during this time. Number three, it's okay to still dress up for the holidays. Some form of normalcy, it's, it's not bad. Take a fly pick for the gram. You know, do the things that make you happy like around this time. Even if you feel like, but I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to the same house that I've been going to for the last seven months. If it makes you happy, do it. Number six, work on your life skills. Fitness, finances, family, and fun. Stop being the fun police for your life. (laughs) And discover something fun about yourself, whether it was something from the past that you used to do that gave you a lot of joy. And then you got busy and you just stopped doing it. And now you're like, I'm not even fun anymore. I'm like, I don't know how to dance. Show me that new move. Like, I, I feel so, like, uncoordinated. I'm, it's all these things that we just kind of put down because we're busy being adults. Go and discover some fun and new things, like, about yourself. This is how you stay active. This is how you keep joy in those monotonous routines of life. And it's a way to just meet cool people when you're doing different things. Number seven is my last one. Deal with your ish. Singlehood, it it can feel like the ghetto, but it actually is like an open ceiling loft community. I just want you to see that visual with me. A lot of space to grow and to expand. So don't limit yourself to your traumas from your past. Deal with those triggers, that pain that is, it could just keeps trying to come up and it may be coming up a lot in this season. I recommend going to therapy, finding a counselor um, in the black community. There's a lot of stigma. We just, a lot of things we have to get past just to try. Look at it as I'm getting to go and talk to someone that doesn't know me, who can't judge me, that doesn't know my life. And um, if they try and tell my business, I will sue them period. (laughs) And that'd be a start from there. But us being able to deal with those things so that you can get through those hard, hard things and hard seasons, and you're able to thrive in the holiday season and that we're not just out here just like I survived. I survived the holiday single and I survived it during COVID. Somebody's going to make a shirt about it. (laughs) So happy election day. I felt um, very, very led to pray for today. So whenever you're listening to this, um, I just wanted to end today in prayer. Father, today is a really big day in the United States. And so for those that live here in the States that are listening, um, there could be a lot of anxiety, a lot of unknown, and there is a lot of 
of troublesome that is being stirred about this election. God, I pray that you will guide us, that as Christians, that we are guided by love and not by politics. I pray, Father, that any person that is pre uh, is prejudging someone based off of a decision that they've made because of voting, I pray that you, God, you would you would deal with our hearts in this country. I pray, Lord, you are sovereign. You know who is going to win this election, even if we don't know right now, God. And we just believe, I believe, that you are still going to be on the throne because this country, um, we have a president, but it is ran. It, it is led. We need it to be led by you, God. So I just pray, Lord, help our hearts, those that have been in a very hurt, broken place and feeling um, just broken and abused and all these different things. I pray, God, that you would bring healing to every person, Lord, that is dealing with a lot in this election and dealing with a lot in their lives. We pray, Lord, that your kingdom would come and that your will would be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for listening to the Awkward Single Life podcast today. Um, I really, really hope that you're able to walk out this holiday season slash quarantining and be like, okay, Jesus, instead of like, what the heck, Jesus? <laughs> um, if you haven't subscribed, go ahead and subscribe. And I would love for you to leave a review. If you've left a review in the beginning of the show, feel free to leave another review. I'd appreciate it. Um, if you have any topics or questions or comments about this um, episode, you can email me at awkwardsinglelife at gmail.com. Go ahead and follow me on my Instagram. It's Tiffany Hines Music. And there you'll be able to even click the Awkward Single Life Instagram page. You'll see there from my website, which is tiffanyhinesmusic.com. You can join my mailing list and hear the things that are upcoming and things that I would love to share with you exclusively. Thank you so much for listening to this show today. Bye.